Hi everybody, welcome to my Friends with Wheels podcast. Today I talk with Brooke Joyce. She is an accessibility specialist that focuses on home modification and how modifications are done, particularly within the home. She and I talk about her work as a home modification specialist, the work that she does around home modification and how she helps people with disabilities find the living situation that not only is comfortable for them, but fits their needs. Anyway, I hope you tune in for this episode of this podcast, and I hope you enjoy. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in the disability community. Of course. So my name is Brooke. I am from the East Coast and I'm an occupational therapist. Um, I always knew I wanted to work in healthcare, but I didn't find occupational therapy until I was at my undergraduate studies where they had healthcare professionals come in and talk to all the students about what they did. And when the OT came in, I was like, this is it. They taught us about how they work with, you know, students and adults and all different populations on like assistive technology and adaptive equipment in order to increase functional independence in their lives. So that's how I came across the role of occupational therapy. And that is where I am today. All right, cool. So tell me a little bit about your work in home modification and, you know, how you like and accessibility, you know, what sort, what's that all about? Of course. Um, So previously, I worked in an outpatient and a hospital setting, and I just started this new journey of working in home modifications. Um, It's kind of an up and coming area of occupational therapy, which I love. But basically, it's for anyone, whether it's someone aging in place, someone that's had a disability their entire life, or someone that maybe had a fall and can't return home, we help with modifications. So what I do is I receive a client's information and then I go in and I do a formal assessment where I kind of look at everything, you know, from what they do on a daily basis to things they're not able to do because of their disability and their home setup. And then I recommend things I would modify in their home to increase their independence. So for example, like a simple example would be if I had a client who was, you know, an aging adult and they were having difficulty walking and they had, you know, a set of stairs in their house to their bedroom, I would probably recommend a chairlift or some kind of device so that they can access these areas in their home without having to leave their home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So like when when looking at um, whether to like modify a home, you know, like what sorts of things do you look for when like making the home accessible for someone whether it's an old elderly adult or someone with a pre-existing condition. By that, I mean cerebral palsy, multiple sclerosis, or any major um, condition that they may have. So like, what do you do to like, what do you like evaluate in terms of like um, looking, what do you look for um, to, in order to like make uh, the home more accessible for the individual? Of course, that's a great question. So it is a complex process because I kind of have to look at a little bit of everything. But before I even look in the home, 
um, I kind of sit down with the client and the caregiver or loved one or whoever's available. And I kind of just do a general history and kind of get to know them, understand, you know, what they're dealing with. And I also kind of look at everything in their past medical history, you know, any history of falls, recent hospitalizations, any other conditions I should be aware of. And then I also, you know, look at things that they enjoy doing or that they need to do and that they're having difficulty with. And then based off all of these things, I also kind of take into account things like their range of motion, you know, their executive functioning skills, their safety, um, their endurance, their balance as I'm, you know, observing them. And if I notice anything that's very, you know, crucial, like they lost their balance with me or something's very like not safe, I would recommend like, you know, a formal PT eval or some other discipline. But then I would also just focus on the modifications from my standpoint. So I would probably, for example, start in the bathroom and, you know, maybe recommend if it was someone at, at fall risk, like a shower chair or some grab bars, you know, looking at removing area rugs and things like that, um, increasing light sources. So just kind of looking at all areas of the home and taking notes. And my company is also wonderful. They use um, an app called Canvas where we actually do like a 3D simulation of their home so that if we are making recommendations for our contractors, we can show them the actual images and what we would install from our perspective. So that gives them a good idea when they go in what to do for the client. Mm-hmm. How long does it take for like um like a home to be modified? Because I know like in my household, there are like, for example, in my bathroom, there are no like handlebars or anything like that. But just like on average, how long does it take for like a home to be completely modified to the client's individual needs? That is very a very good question. So it all depends. Um, so for example, let's say they only need like one or two minor things installed, right? Like a grab bar and a toilet seat. That might be, you know, a one or two time visit from the contractor. And my company likes to do that, you know, as soon as they can. So once my documentation's done, they follow up within the week of me visiting the family. But let's say it is someone that has more complex needs or wants to do more of their home if they're, you know, able to afford that and think that it's the best Thing to suit them which we love because if you can you know increase independence in all areas of your home all at once you know it's safer and it's better for you that can take a few months to be honest some people even need like elevators you know different things that we might have to have someone come in and you know actually do construction and figure out the best way to approach that so every client is different mm-hmm yeah um, my next question here is, what sorts of tools and strategies uh, do you use to like make the home accessible? I know you talked about grab bars um, and that a little bit, but just like, um, just generally speaking, what sorts of things do you use to like make it accessible, make the home more accessible? Of course. So there's a lot, like a large variety. So grab bars is definitely a big one. Um, I would also say um trying to think there's so many commodes different kind of toilet seats for the toilet is a big one too and shower chairs um some people get like a built-in shower chair or some just get the shower chair that you see on like amazon or other websites that you know is you can take it out or put it in it's not permanent um then we also have 
you know, even just handrails on stairwells, some families don't have that and they might need that for their balance. Um, even little things like if someone has a low, like a low vision deficit or a fall risk, color contrast is a big thing. So incorporating like tape on the stairs so that you can see where each step is, you know, um, adding little labels on items, um, some textile cues, like if someone uses the stove and they're not able to see what the buttons are. If you have different little um, textile markers, they can feel which one does what. Um, that's one of my favorites because safety in the home is so important. Um, automatic lights is a big one for anyone with disabilities. A lot of people have to get up in the middle of the night or you know when the weather's changing and it's getting darker outside, having those light lighted pathways is really important so that it decreases the risks of any injury or falls. Um, and even just other basic things that we might not think about, you know, is like adding in a flatter pathway outside versus stairs, you know, like a ramp or ramps inside, if, you know, that's something that's doable. So looking at everything um, and there's I can go on for hours about different things, but those are a lot of the main things that I th I could think of off the top of my head that help clients become more accessible in their homes. Mm hmm. Lastly, how can modifying homes, you know, lead to greater outcomes for people with disabilities? You know, how can it sort of allow individuals with disabilities to sort of gain that independence, autonomy? Of course. So it allows them to kind of either do things they haven't been able to or return to things that they're not able to do previously. So, you know, for example, anything they enjoy doing or need to do, showering, going to the bathroom, cooking, sitting, you know, with loved ones. We look at all these areas and, you know, make sure that our modifications are allowing them to be able to do these things. Also focusing on safety while we make these modifications, because a lot of individuals are at a higher risk of falls, as I mentioned earlier. So I think that home modifications not only increases independence, but it increases safety and prevents further injury from happening. And I see that a lot of times in this country, you know, a lot of families don't have home modifications done or realize this is an option. So a lot of older individuals end up in either adult day programs or short-term rehabs. And sometimes it's not by choice. Sometimes it's like we can't get them in and out of our home. We have to have them here. So that's another huge thing is it allows for the individual to be in the place that they love with the ones that they love. So it also helps with, you know, their mental health, their emotional health. Um, so it's an all around wonderful thing that I think everyone could benefit from. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. All right, everybody, that does it for today's episode of My Friends with Wheels podcast. Today, I talked with Brooke Joyce, a accessibility home modification specialist, about the work that she does in home modification. Anyway, I hope you tune in for more episodes of this podcast. Till then, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye, everybody.